Hey everybody, I'm Gavin. And I'm Emily. And this is The The State State of of Our Union. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here on kind of a interesting night. Interesting week. Interesting week, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, last week, we talked a little bit about how the weather has been kind of faking us out. And yeah. It, it, they've been telling us on the news, yeah, it's going to be really bad, and then it isn't so bad, isn't so bad, and then it's not supposed to be so bad, and then it dumps. Well, apparently... The Weather Control Center has been listening to the podcast because it's just been (laughs) absolute madness the last couple, last week or so. Mother Nature listened to the podcast and was like, oh, you want, you want some crazy weather? (laughs) Here you go, kids. I haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into it then because that's kind of our family family update. update. So let's see. Let's start back on... A week, a, a week, week ago, ago Monday. Monday. Yes. So Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes. I was fortunate enough to have the day off. Mm-hmm. I had professional development. Right. And the big talk at professional development was when we would see each other again. Mm-hmm. Not you and me, but right. yeah. <laughs> the other teachers. Yeah. And... Um, it was concluded at that point that it would be Wednesday, maybe Thursday at the latest. Yes. That we would go without seeing each other because we figured school would be canceled because we were supposed to get big snowstorm. Yep. It turned out <laughs> we did not have school at all last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we are actually going into like the second week straight of yeah. not having school. Yeah, as like, of today, um, school has been canceled Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of the week that this comes that out. That this comes out, yes. So kind of crazy. You Insane. We live in a rural town. Yes. So a lot of the kids live in the country yep. and the buses have to go out into the wilderness to find Into the people. wilderness. It's, it's the wilderness. Yeah, it's dangerous. So yes, all the, the wolves and the bears and the, you just never know what's lurking out there. Uh, man. I mean, the occasional black bear wanders down yeah. to, to mountain lions, coyotes. You it's never true. know. It's true. You never know. It's always open season on coyotes. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I know that you, you know these things, but, but, uh, I do not work in town. I actually work in a city, uh, about half an hour away. And mm-hmm. so, Unfortunately, school does not get closed as often in cities as it does out in the the small towns. So I got, what was it, Monday and Tuesday off. And Wednesday. And Wednesday. And then I had a full day on Thursday and a late start start on Friday. Late start on Friday, yeah. Right. So it was pretty crazy. I mean, what did we end up getting? Probably eight eight inches. Don't you think? Eight inches of snow? All told, yeah. I mean, yeah. And it was, I mean... We knew that the first bout was coming through, and the first bout actually came through later than what was predicted. So it was, again, one of those things where we were like, oh, this is it. Right. Why did we cancel school? Yeah, it seemed like a joke. And then, like, 12 hours later, we're like, oh, here it is. (laughs) Um, And then from there, I mean, one day, it was literally the weather titled it a ground blizzard. Yeah. Because it wasn't that we were getting more accumulation it was that the wind was so bad that what we had already gotten was blowing around as though we were getting more right um and it even continued over the weekend where saturday we had a a family birthday party that we were trying to get down to and we ended up feeling like we should leave a little earlier for it because oh that snow is really coming down right now did you know it was supposed to snow today (laughs) i didn't realize it was supposed to snow today yeah it was a little bit crazy on the roads and um fortunately we made it safely but um we were definitely going into 
Sunday and Sunday evening wondering what is the next week going to bring. Yes. And looking at the forecast, the highs were below zero. Oh, yeah. And you turn on the news and they're talking about all time record lows for the state. Yes. Coming up. And it's, you know, talking about, you know, national news coverage is talking about like negative 50s. And yes, here in Iowa and in other Midwest states, it's like, wow, we're we're supposed to be we're supposed to have set records that are breaking records from 15 years ago. Right. That's how cold it's getting here. Yeah. So, which then means that even though we might not get as much um, snow accumulation, um, schools close because it's the danger of kids trying to get to school or walking from buses or cars into the school building and how quickly you can get frostbite. Right. It's fun to live in the Midwest. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's winter's great. Winter, I love the I, winter, but I do too. there are <laughs> the, the problem with the seasons are the extremes. And yes. when it's so ridiculously cold like it is right now it's it's unfortunate because i would to love, appreciate winter then yeah because there you know we've been out shoveling and the snow build up the accumulation is just awesome it's fantastic and oh I there's wish, so much yes i wish we could get the kids out into it but it's so darn cold mm-hmm. it's just not an option right now this coming weekend temperature wise it looks much looks better more favorable now Cross our fingers that the possible rain doesn't <laughs> right. hit, because that's you know that's the thing. In 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 Iowa, you can have snow for a week, and then all of a sudden on the weekend it's raining, and you're like, well, now it's all melting. Right. What's going on? Yeah. So we'll just keep <sighs> playing it by ear. We'll oh, see yeah. whether or not we get to school at all this week. <laughs> it's kind Gosh, of a toss up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll just we'll just wait and see. Just have to wait and see always. All right. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to say that when I talk about Midwestern weather, I sound really brave. Yeah. And I sound like I can take it all. Well, you've grown up here your whole life. I've grown up here my whole... Yes, I have. I've grown up here my whole life. Am I still growing up here? Because that's what it sounds like. (laughs) You've lived here your whole life. How about that? Yeah. And like the winter weather that we get is very normal to me. Yeah. However, when it comes to driving in winter weather, I hate it (laughs) all the time. 100% of the time. Yes. I hate it. Which brings me to this interesting discussion we started to have and then we stopped because we were like, great topic, about our winter weather driving dynamic. Yeah, so you got a double alliteration in there. I did. You're big in the alliteration game. Alliteration is so much fun. <laughs> Growing up, Roald Dahl was kind of an idol. Yeah. Um, at least his writings where I don't know much about the man, actually, I'll admit. <laughs> but, That's fair. Yes. But anyways, our winter weather driving dynamic Yeah. is very interesting. It is. I think we've talked about before. You would prefer not to drive ever if that was an option for you. Truth. Yes. Yes. I love that idea. So I, my, my driving idol is my grandma. Yeah. Who never, I believe this is correct. I'll probably get corrected at some point by a family member, but that's fine. I believe she never had a driver's license because when she learned to drive, you didn't need one. Right. And then when they were required, she just kind of went, nah. <laughs> and she got drove. She got driven around for the rest of her life. Right. And like, I was just sort of like, hashtag life goals. Yeah. To not have to worry about that and just be like, I get picked up at six. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way to live your life, I guess. For me, driving is in like my top 10 favorite things to do. No, you love it. I love to drive. Um, it's not as fun anymore because I have to be more responsible and safe when I'm yes, doing it. Yes, you do. But as a teenager, I was a big fan of driving. I know. A lot of Well, fun. I mean, like, You've I've heard, heard stories. the stories. Right. I've seen the videos. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so when you put winter weather into the into our current situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it makes it it definitely makes it more interesting yes 100 percent. 
more interesting. Yes. So maybe 200 percent more interesting. <laughs> I tend not to change my driving style too much. Be, do if there's weather, it just right. It doesn't really bother you, me. You well, or like you. You take it as it comes. Like, yeah. oh, it's snowing. Do the roads feel slick? Nope. Don't worry about it. Keep right. going. You know, or, ooh, you know, the roads are getting a little slick. I'm going to ease off a little bit. But it's not like I'm going to start driving at a turtle's pace because right. that's dangerous. And Whereas I'm like, oh, my gosh, there is one flurry that hit my windshield. <laughs> take it at 10 miles per hour slower. You know, like, yeah. I just, <sighs> yeah. yeah. But un- so, anyways, unfortunately, your nervousness is not contained to just you driving. No, <laughs> no, I trust you very much. I trust you winter driving more than I trust me. Yeah, I believe that. But I don't trust you winter driving the way I trust you normal driving. Which is funny because when I'm winter driving, I'm normal driving. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is why I'm terrified. Yeah. So our winter weather driving dynamic is like, you you seem completely calm. Yeah. Which I, in my little passenger seat, I'm always interpreting that as like, oh, I love how he puts on a brave face for me. It's so nice that he does that to keep me calm when really you're like, yeah, it's not a face. Like, I'm just, this is how it is. Right. And I'm sitting there like grasping the passenger door and like, narrating what's going on and there's a car coming and that person needs to turn on their lights or our lights on. Are you sure you should be driving this fast? We're coming up on that curve. Can you slow it down on this curve? Right. And <laughs> but see, all that does is just make me more nervous. I know. I know. Like, and so I have, I have gotten better. Yeah, I will you say. Have. I will agree with that a hundred percent. You have definitely improved since we started dating. And, and I would say that one thing that I do instead now is because I get nervous and I know that you're not as nervous if you even are nervous, Yeah. I still talk, but I try not to talk about the driving conditions yeah. or the weather. I try to find like other topics so that you are, so that you feel like it's normal and so that my mind can be off of some, you know, off of whatever is going on. Yeah. I have also kind of implored, employed that technique to mm-hmm. try and distract you from the and hysteria. You do an amazing job of that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to because, like I said, it does. You can make me. Yes. You can make it worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very aware. I mean, I think that. It may not seem like it to you, but I am very aware of what's going on around Mm -hmm. us. And I'm very, I think I'm being more cautious than I normally am. Yes. Even if it doesn't seem like it to you. Because. But I'm, it's because I'm not as cautious as you would be. Well, and it's because your, your caution comes in the form of like, okay, like the roads are a little slick. Let's take it slightly slower than normal, but I'm not going to freak out about it. Whereas. My take it cautious is like hands will not move from 10 and 2. I'm going to sit up straighter and like <laughs> lean into the steering wheel. Right. I'm going to be saying like these little prayers constantly and like probably singing hymns because <laughs> that's what I do to get through yeah. bad driving. Yeah. Like literally start singing hymns. Yeah. It got me through a few storms. That's, I mean, if it works, it works. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to knock it. But I think that we do strike a pretty healthy balance. Yes. And I think And that, it's taken time. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, but when we first started dating, it was bad. When like, we really bad. When we first started dating, if you even, like, slightly um, hydroplaned. Oh, yeah, you were I was freaking like, out. oh, my gosh. Yeah. What are you doing? Slow it down. <laughs> You're like, it, it was fine. Right. <laughs> it was actually kind of fun. We're fine. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So... Yeah, so I think we're getting there, and eventually you'll just... One day I'll be able to sleep while you drive through winter weather. No, I don't think we'll ever get to that day. (laughs) All right, Em, it's time for a talk. 
This week, we are going to be addressing something a little bit more heavy, a little bit more serious. Uh, well, yeah. a lot bit more serious. A lot bit more serious. Yeah. Um, this is something that has been in the news a lot lately. It's something that um, we feel very passionate about. Mm -hmm. And yes, up until this point, I don't think we've hit too many serious, heavy topics that are, could be considered controversial. I don't think, um, this is probably one of them. Definitely one of this them. This is definitely a controversial topic in terms of sharing our opinions on it. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this week we are going to be talking about abortion, about the March for Life that happened recently, mm -hmm. about some of the recent uh, laws and overturning of laws that have come up, um, and just kind of give our thoughts and perspective and reasons for why we think the way that we do. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not going to be appreciated by all the listeners, and we understand that, um, but because it is such a it, because it's been so prominent lately, I think it's something that we need to talk about. Absolutely. And like I said, we do feel very passionately about it. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. And we, we respect that other people have other opinions, although we don't always agree. No. And, no. and we will have, we would be happy to have discussions with anybody. Right. Regarding their opinions. Yeah. So this talk, we're going to try to limit to about, 10 minutes. So if you at some point feel like you don't want to listen to it anymore or you want to skip ahead and not have your image of us dashed one way or the other, uh, feel free to skip ahead um, about 10 minutes and we'll pick up with more of the regular lighthearted segments at that yeah. point yes. in the podcast. Yes. All, All right. right. So let's jump in here. Um, do you want to? jump in first or you want me to lead her off? You lead it off. Cause this is something that you've actually experienced. You've been to, right. I have not. Yeah. But I, maybe one day. Yeah. That'd be really cool. So the reason this has kind of been in the news more lately than at other times of the year, I mean, it, un unfortunately, I think this is typically a hot button issue. Yeah. It tends to come time, up quite a bit, but, but, uh, this time of the year is, one that maybe you'll see it, maybe you won't, depending on where you get your information and where you, mm -hmm. what you believe. But uh, the March for Life took place recently, just I think it's probably two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, and what it is is it's a pro-life um, march uh, and like rally a, and rally um, held in Washington D.C. where hundreds of thousands of people turn out from all across the country, um, march from. I don't know where the starting point is, but basically to the Capitol building. Yep. And, uh, and just, it's a huge, massive event. Um, I was fortunate enough to go twice while I was in high school um, as part of my high school's Right to Life group. And it's just an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. um, I had been to Washington, D.C. before, but um, this was completely different than just your typical family vacation. Um, we got to take charter buses with some other kids from other schools and, you know, meet, up, meet other people and, um, you know, have this great road trip all the way out there and then participate in the March, um, you know, make signs, meet people, listen to speakers and, um, you know, kind of get our voices heard, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And, I think make a statement about something that you believe strongly in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think if, and I don't, maybe I don't remember, but this was have been like 2004, 2006, somewhere in that time frame. Um, I feel like it made more of a splash headline wise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I was, you know, back, what is that? 14 years ago now. Yeah. Wow, um, like when, when you just said that, I realized that earlier in the podcast when I said um, records that were made 15 years ago, I should have actually said 25 years ago. Yeah. But I don't want to feel that old. So. Yeah, I don't blame you. But anyways, yeah, um, like 15, yeah. 14, 15 years ago for you now. Yeah. yeah. 
But unfortunately, the the way that it's been covered these days mm-hmm. has been almost zero on the march itself and what it stands for and um, what we hoped to accomplish or what they can, we continue to hope to accomplish uh-huh. um, out of it. And it's more focused on the negatives that happen, right. the, the sideshow kinds of, of things. Groups right. The, and, yeah. and basically, I, I mean, sometimes you see that, oh, look at these crazy people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what are they doing out here? And right. it's just, unfortunately, it's not covered the way that I think objectively it should be covered. Sure. Absolutely. So. Yeah. 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 I Like I said, I've never um, been a participant in the March for Life. Um, but I wholeheartedly support it. Um, and maybe one day I will get the wonderful opportunity. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So. From there, we've also um, noticed a couple other things that have come up in the news. Yeah. About um, laws that have been changed or made in regards to abortion that have really kind of disappointed us. Yeah. Well, for me, it really started, what was it, last, this past summer mm-hmm. when the country of Ireland mm, um, yes. basically made a constitutional amendment yes. like enshrining abortion in their, in their law. In their law, yes. And that really, like, I mean, it, it kind of took me not... It took me by surprise, but I mean, it was just kind of a shock yes. that a country that historically has been so religious and so, I don't know, so that life, that childbearing has been yes. such a huge part of yes. their, their history, history really. that it, it was just a, an utter shock to me. Right. And then now we're seeing a few new ones. Yes. Here um, in the United States. Here in the United States. The the one that's most recent would be um, the New York law that is being really hailed and celebrated. Yeah. Like, across the country. That's that's the public opinion that you keep getting is, is good for New York and the, um, is it the governor? Yeah. Had landmarks lit to celebrate. And really what, what the law allows is, I mean, we believe abortion is murder no matter what, but it's, yeah. it's, it's murder at any point. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy. It, I mean, it's open now to any time within the pregnancy. Yeah. And yeah. it, uh, I mean, there are a few provisions in there that, that pseudo limit it, but basically what it does is it says that if your doctor thinks that your life or health are in danger, which unfortunately health is not really defined in the law. Um, If your health is in danger, then you can abort the pregnancy at any time past the 24 week mark, which typically in most, a lot of places, 24 weeks is the cutoff for abortion. And And it's because a lot of, a lot of doctors and, and legal minds agree that 24 weeks is when you consider uh, a baby viable outside the womb, yeah. that it, it's possible to survive yeah. and become more than just potential life. Yeah. Um, to which use is their words. So strange to me. Yeah. Life versus potential life. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's very strange. I haven't read the whole thing, but. From the analysis that I've heard on it, basically it it not only allows for, you know, third term abortions, you know, basically anything as long as the mother's health, in air quotes, is in danger, um, but it also takes... Sorry, go ahead. Well, it also takes, um, like, harm done to a baby in utero out of the penal code. So if a mother say were to be beat up or assaulted or right. whatever or killed then and the child dies then that there's no there's no crime crime against the child right which is to me insane i mean in most states there are double murder kinds of laws right. on the books where Absolutely. if a mother who's carrying a child and they both die 
then that person is... It's double homicide. Right. Yeah. So or there's a law re- regarding the, the death of the unborn child. Then. Yeah. Yes. And, and unfortunately, the, the whole thing across the country is such a mess where how do you recognize, you know, the double homicide at the same time as you recognize that you can have, right. you, you know, you can kill a baby. You can legally kill this, this person. Right. Or this clump of cells. This clump of cells. Um, in one state, but in another state, this clump of cells is actually considered a person. And, and it's very frustrating to me that, that, that we can even refer to a baby in utero as just a clump of cells. Right. And I, you know, I'm a mom of four. Right. I mean, technically people would say I'm a mom of three and, you know, yeah. but I, I am a mom of four. Like I. I talk to her. I have a connection with her. She's she's real to me. She is a person. She's not just oh, potential yeah. life. She is life. Yeah. I'm two people right now. <laughs> I'm super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're we're getting close to that ten minute mark. So I know. Just, so we got we have to. I'll run uh, down one more big change yeah. that we've noticed. We live in Iowa, and Iowa has had the most restrictive abortion law on the books. Um, and it hasn't been enacted yet because of blocks and lawsuits and things yep. like that that have come up. Um, but basically it said if, if a doctor couldn't detect a fetal heartbeat, then you can't abort the baby. Right. Which to me makes perfect sense. If we're going to say that when you die, it's because your heart stopped. Right. Then if the heart has started, then you're alive. You're alive. Right. Yes. And I could go into the arguments for it, but we right. don't have time for that no. today. No. But, but I mean, if you're, if you're just thinking logically, a heart stopping is death well then a heart starting should be life right um unfortunately uh, a judge has decided that that and it didn't even go to to trial it just decided Mm pre-trial pre-jury trial um that no the law is too restrictive it needs to be you know right it strips away something autonomy or whatever's stupid but um basically that law has has been scrapped and they're going to have to go back and and rewrite it. So, yep. um, I hope that they're able to to fix whatever problems were in there. But right. I would just like to see the the nation come to a consensus where killing three million children is not okay. Right. Yes, I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing that we have, um, really quickly, and this is really one thing that bothers me a lot about um, the media and their discussion of uh, abortion and it's it has to do with the rhetoric of it yeah and how those of us who are pro-life are considered anti-abortion and when you say anti a lot of people don't understand that in, in in pro and con discussions it's not that the con is bad. Right. It's not that the con is wrong. It's just that the con is not for whatever the pro is for. Yeah. And so when you people hear the con or the anti, they think, oh, negative, bad. We don't like that side. So, so you have people who are pro-life and anti-abortion. And so, oh, they're bad. Right. But then when you look at the other side, everyone who is pro-abortion is considered pro-choice. Right. So they have these two, quote, positive mm-hmm. ideas. Whereas I really would like someone to come out and call them anti-life. Right. Because that idea that being pro-abortion is also just being pro-choice makes it sound like it's all a good thing. Yeah. Whereas what abortion really is, is the killing of life. Yeah. It's, it's the taking away of life. Even if you consider it just potential life, when you go in and you, you slice it out, you've taken away the life part of that. Yeah. There's no more, there's no more potential for anything. So you've still killed. And so it's really difficult for me to, to listen to the media today and hear how negatively uh, pro-life, anti-abortion 
uh, views are portrayed just by the language of it. Yeah. And that's very frustrating. Um, and I've, I've, there are other parts of it that are really frustrating for me. Um, you know, I, I know that scientifically the, the fertilized egg passes through stages of being an embryo and then a fetus and then what we consider, you know, full term baby, you know, Mm -hmm. in utero. Um, and it really bothers me when we discuss a child in the womb in these scientific terms rather than as a baby, a life, a, a, a human, yeah. because I mean, like a tadpole is still a baby frog, right? Like yeah. it's, it's still, <laughs> yeah. Hasn't come to maturity yet. It hasn't really, you know, reached the point where it can come up out of the water and live like its parents. Right. But you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I get frustrated and heated <laughs> and I'm trying yeah. to be calm and zen. You're doing a good job. <sighs> yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have time to go through no. and, and give our reasoning for, you know, why all these pro choice arguments are incorrect in our viewing and mm-hmm. scientifically. But, um, yeah, I, I completely agree. The, the framing of things, the, the way that the the verbiage you know the pro-choice yes. and even the word abortion i mean it's it, it's giving it this soft padded feeling for yes. something that there's already a word for that you're, murder yeah right <laughs> i mean even if you want to describe the actual act i mean you're taking a hook up there and dismembering right a child yeah I like mean, i i can't and if you don't think that's what it is go and watch a video of Fine. how a per- yes. abortion is performed it's disgusting I'm, I'm sorry, I know. but it it's, is. Yes. <laughs> and that's like, I've never been able to bring myself to watch one of those videos because I am so, I, I cling so much to the life that I've created. Right. You know, I think about all of my children, including the one in utero as, as this amazing miracle that I was blessed to create. And so then to imagine anything happening to them. Right. At any point. Yeah. In their lives, whether inside of me or outside, I get so, ugh, I take yeah. it very personally. <laughs> so, All right. Well, All we, right. we did more like 15 minutes than 10, but um, that's kind of our, our preliminary intro on the topic. If you'd like to discuss it further with us, feel yeah. free to reach out. Um, Absolutely. We definitely, like I said, have strong feelings and we, I think we've got pretty good reasoning why that's not religiously based Uh, i mean we have that too religiously based (laughs) reasoning as well if you're interested in that right um but i think a lot of people like to to delve into the science and the the reason yeah yeah so um yeah so that's our our thoughts on abortion um i I just don't like the term i know i hate it's for us it's like saying the D word. Yeah. Swear word. It's a swear word. We don't say it. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, so All right. now we'll get back to the lightheartedness yes. about that. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> so after that really exciting topic, <laughs> yes, I think it's time to do a baby bump. Bump, 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 bump. It's hammer time. I know. <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about our baby. Our baby. Which one? That one. Okay. In the tummy. This one. The one in the tum. The one that. Oh. <laughs> these, are, these are the moments where I understand that whole like idea of like mom's health and well being thing, except. Except, just go with me for a second. Okay. I know your eyebrows I'm are like, like what? what? Are we, where are we going with this? Except <laughs> that I'm also reminded that there's somebody else whose health and well-being are super important. Yeah. So as uncomfortable as I am, yes. as much as I'm sick of her butt sticking out at weird angles and her feet lacing up into my rib cage, I hope everyone <laughs> just cringed about that. It's a thing. Uh, it's a thing. Um, I, I love this little girl. Yes. And she has reached 36 weeks. Yeah. So she's officially, I like how you put it on the screen here, pre-full term. Yes. She's considered pre-term 
for the next two weeks, right? right? Yeah, yeah, till thirty nine. I always so thought three-ish weeks. Full term was thirty six to forty. I did too, but then apparently, I don't know. Baby Center, which is this online website thing that we use to just keep track of our yep, what is it, gestational cycles? Yes, which is which is good because. I sometimes forget where I am. Yeah. In terms of, <laughs> in ter- in terms of the progression. I just walk in a room and I'm like, where am I? I do that too, <laughs> especially when pregnant. But um, yeah, I I just, you know, this is the fourth baby in yeah. fairly quick succession. Su- succession and um, it all just sort of feels the same at some point. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I am getting close to that point, aren't I? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> we're coming down to the end here. I mean, it's yeah. really going quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited. Yes. And we're hoping it's not going to be tonight. <laughs> it's not going to be tonight. <laughs> yes. But now that we are pre full term. Yes. <laughs> Basically full term. Basically full term. Uh, we decided. It's very viable. Yes. <laughs> we decided that now would be a good time to start with the clues. Now, if you have not been following our previous baby birthing, our, no, don't say it like that. No. Our previous <laughs> childbearing. Nobody said it like that except you. <laughs> you were the only one. Yes. In our previous childbearing experiences, Mm -hmm. we have not shared the name of any of our children. No. And with our first, we didn't even share the gender. Which is a pain in the butt. Can we just say that? It's a pain in the butt. She's being a pain in the butt She is being a pain in the butt. She wants to talk to me. (laughs) She keeps yelling my name down the stairs. Love her dearly. But it was a pain in the butt. Just because when you try to keep a secret... For nine months. For nine months. Well, and it's not even nine months, but it's just like the the moment people know you have a secret. They just want to know. They want to know. Oh, and they, yes. they're going to read into every little thing. My sister's and they're the gonna, worst. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, it's, you know, it's the reading into every little thing. It's the, I figured it out. You know, I yeah. knew it before you even said. And you're just sort of like, I don't care. Yeah. I love you, but I don't care. <laughs> so we... Um, we reveal gender now. Yes. Which obviously she's that's a, a whole controversial that. that's a whole other controversial <laughs> topic. We won't talk about that today. No. Um, but we do reveal gender, um, not in like a big party, just sort of way, but more like a hey, we found out. Yeah. It's gonna be a yeah girl, boy, whatever. Um, so obviously this one's a girl. Yep. But the name has been a little bit different. With our never tell the name. Yes. With our oldest, mm-hmm. what did we do? Did we do anything for the oldest? No, because um, her like it was nobody knew her gender. Like she was, a, she was a huge surprise. Right. It was all just, it was surprise. Just, she came out and we said, "Guess what? She's a girl. This is her name. It's weird, and y'all gonna love it." <laughs> yes. With our second one, we decided, well, this time we'll give you some clues, and maybe you can figure it out ahead of time, and you can feel special. Mm-hmm. So we put together a crossword puzzle, yep. and each week we filled in. Uh, another crossword we gave a clue we, like, added and let a, people and, fill them in yeah right yes yep and uh and eventually the people figured out the answer some people cheated yes it was cheating um, <laughs> but that's how we did the second one with our th- family gatherings are going to be interesting <laughs> in the future with our third child uh we did we kind of just threw clues out there yeah right? yeah it was just sort of like if you're interested this is the first clue. Yeah. It's very vague. You'll never get it off of this clue. Yeah. We, we try to start vague and work our way up. Yes. So, to where people can actually, if they really know us, they could probably figure out. Yes. So this time we hope we can do sort of the same thing. Most mm-hmm. of the clues will come through the podcast or on our Instagram and Facebook page after they're revealed on the podcast. Right. So... Um, if you're listening, maybe you'll be able to figure it out. If you do, try you know shoot us an email or something. Um, be all excited. Yes. So I don't think anyone's gonna get it. I don't. Either. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm just gonna ruin this right now. We're gonna do the clues. I, I challenge everybody, but I really think. Yeah. This is gonna be the stumper. <laughs> you in podcast past we have given some 
hints at clues, some yes. different um, teasers, if you will. So yes. we'll kind of go through those again, but we will also give our first extremely vague clue. Yes. <laughs> so yes. would you like to give the first extremely vague clue? No? I, I can Okay, do it. yeah. All right. So our first extremely vague oh. clue is that this name follows similar rules that our other children's names follow. So for a quick refresher for people who don't know about a ton about our family or who are just joining the podcast, right. our oldest daughter is named Daenerys. Her nickname is Danny. Mm-hmm. Our second daughter's name is Mariana. Her nickname is Mari. Our son's name is Rorick. His nickname is Rory. Um, so that's... So, so basically one of our, our big rules, yes. in quotes, is that every child has a full name and a nickname. Right. And part of that comes because we didn't have nicknames. That's true. I mean, kind of, but not yeah, that we not really like went legit, by. Like, yeah, this is their name, but we actually call them this. Right. Yeah. Right. So there is a full name and a nickname, and they also kind of pertain to either uh, something that you and I both really care about in terms right. of um, fandom. Right. And slash or they have strong family, family connections. Family ties, yes. So. All right. And those are really our two big rules. Yes. Like, must be able to be shortened to a nickname. Yep. A usable nickname. Right. Um, and is either connected to a fandom, something we, we both really like. Yep. Or is a strong family connection. Right. All right. So that's the the new super vague clue. <laughs> other people, or I'm trying to think. Earlier, we gave mm-hmm. some other pseudo hinty kinds of things. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest one <clears throat> uh, that people maybe kind of caught up on, but maybe not, mm-hmm. was that this name is very unique. Very unique. Probably. It, we've kind of said it's not a real name. It will become a real name gonna, once we yes. use it. Yes. <clears throat> Well, and I think it's going to become a real name once we use it. Like, people are going to be like, oh. Yeah. That's fun. Yes. But it's, and I think we've also said that it's similar to a real name. Yes. (laughs) And people are like, what? What? I don't even know what they're saying. Like, what does that even mean? So. We don't know either. Just go with it. So those are (laughs) super vague hints for this week. Yep. Uh, we will be releasing another less vague hint. I was going to say another set of super ba- vague hints that. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> so that when applied to these super vague hints, make them seem less vague. Exactly. So good luck in your pursuit of knowledge. <laughs> but it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be tough. All right. Okie dokie. So even though I did a mom musing last week, yeah, I'm going to do another mom musing. It's cool because I am slacking. You're fresh out of dad. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair because in the past we've had several weeks where I've been like, uh, I don't know what to say. So, it's true. We're just making up for we're it. We're just making up for it. it. And things do seem to come in cycles for each of us. That's true. But my mom musing kind of goes back to... Our discussion of the weather. Yeah. And how last week, Thursday, Friday, you had work. Yep. But I didn't. Right. And so I made the brave choice to keep kids at home with me and basically do the whole stay-at-home mom thing for two days. And it's very clear to me that I am not stay-at-home mom material. (laughs) I love my children dearly so much. Um, But I like to have my own work. I like to be able to go out into the world and 
do my job and talk with adults. And I'm a high school teacher, so I get to talk with older kids who I can yell at and they don't cry. (laughs) Um, And what, what kept hitting me on Thursday and Friday as I was being stay-at-home mom and kind of getting stressed out because, oh my gosh, this is, you know, three little ones who are constantly like, blah, 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 blah. And, mom, I want this, and mom, I want that. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, it occurred to me that that's going to be your life next year. It's true. When we move, we've decided it would be best financially, basically. Yeah, at this point. At this point, for you to be stay-at-home dad, me to be working mom, and that way you can be there to run kids around to preschools and um, take care of those who aren't in preschool and take care of the house, which I totally don't expect you to be able to do that well because I can't do it very well when I have all the kids. And I have, like, already, I have such a deep appreciation for what you're going to do. (laughs) I just hope that I can do it well. I mean, it's something that, so when I was a young kid, my mom stayed at home with us for a while. You were a little guy. Yeah. She stayed at home with us until we were in elementary school Mm -hmm. and um when I got older I always Mm -hmm. thought yeah that'd be kind of cool to you know be able to stay home with the kids and just Mm -hmm. you know take care of them and teach them things and 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 you're you're an amazing parent when it comes to those sorts of things like you're the you're the on the floor let's try this oh you want to do this puzzle I'm all for it kind of parent whereas (laughs) I'm like the Okay, mommy has 15 million dishes right now. Right. You need to go do that there. I'll come over in 10 minutes and check on you. Yeah. And it's not that one is good and one is bad, because both need to happen. Yep. But I think I'm more the housekeeper and you're the the child keeper. <laughs> it's like a zookeeper. <laughs> uh, in our house. Yeah. No, but I do. I, I, I'm a little nervous. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a lot of work, and I have a huge appreciation for people that are able to do it now, so I mm-hmm. hope that I can do it as well. Um, but it is. It's going to be a little bit crazy with two kids with two different preschool schedules and then two kids at home under the age of two or, well, two and under. Yeah, two and under. I was going to say, actually. Yeah, Rory will be two. two. But, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a lot. That's, yeah. there's no doubt about it. And so, um, I think it, it's going to be a big adventure. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, it does. It makes the most sense financially from what we've kind of figured out so far. Um, and then after that, who knows? I mean, really, I think we're looking at max of a year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe two, a little more, but, but yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I would say that basically, so the girls will be in preschool, both be in preschool next year. The year after that, we'll have a kindergartner and two preschoolers. Mm-hmm. So having one full-time daycare kiddo. Might not be so bad. Might not be so bad. Right. And if I continue to work in elementary or, mm-hmm. you know, middling age, I may be in the same building or close to the close kids. Close to, yep. So if they need to be, you know, if yes. I need to work part-time or if I need to work, you know, yeah. odd hours to get, to make the pickups happen... It'll be a lot easier with just one full-time daycare. I love that you mentioned how your mom was a stay-at-home mom until um, you guys were all school age. Yeah. Um, Because actually, my mom was too, not for me, right? but um, for my sisters. Yeah. And I can't remember where she said, I think she said, when I was talking with her just recently, she said that she picked up... um, some extra hours. I don't remember where it was now. I want to say it was an auction house. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking that. If I'm maybe, she'll correct me. She'll correct me, <laughs> and it'll be fine. And I'll be like, yes, that's what you said. Um, and and her reason was she just wanted to talk to adults mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. And so if you get to that point, 
next year <laughs> remind me of this podcast and that I am going to promise you that like weekends you can mm-hmm. have they're for the boys like you can have <laughs> like dad dates and things yeah. like that where, well I have a feeling that I'm going to need to find some kinds of like dad groups or yeah. you know church activities or something that we can that I can do during the day with dates. the kids because the yeah. socialization aspect that daycare provides for the kids is huge. It's I huge. mean, you can massively huge. You can yes. definitely see that with our three that are in daycare right now, and so yes. I don't want Rory to miss out on that, <clears throat> especially because that two to three year old time frame That's, is really important. It's learning social boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good social boundaries and how to break them at the appropriate times and then how to demand that other people respect them right. in, in appropriate ways. Yeah. Because um, we've even seen that with our oldest too at, right. you know, like sporting events and things where friends will come up and like they all hug each other. But then it's also like, but now we have to break apart because right. we're in public and this is. Yeah. Like, eh. Well, I think <laughs> them being exposed to older kids mm-hmm. in that time frame helps them to grow faster. Yes. And I worry that with just having Rory and a baby that he won't hit that accelerator sure. quite yes. as quickly. And yeah. so we're, I'm going to need to find some other people to yeah. kind of bolster that. Yeah. When you say dad group, by the way, it makes me think of what to expect when you're yep. expecting. That's what I figured. And I just, I just imagine you hanging out with Chris Rock and like... <laughs> You know, just a super jack, jack dude. Yes, and like pushing your double double stroller and yep. like drinking your juice box and spitting it. You know, like <laughs> that's gonna be super me for cool. sure. Yeah, I totally see that. Just walking around the park with the other dads and yeah. talking about who knows what. Who knows what? It's it's confidential. What happens in dad group stays, stays in dad, in dad group. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, but I'm excited for it. I'm sure that we will have plenty of podcasts to talk about that. Oh, I'm sure. By the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to just look up Dad's group from what to expect, what to expect when you're expecting, because yes. it's wonderful, and I, I think, actually, it's a really healthy thing. Yes. So, all right. All right, well, that's all we got this time. Hopefully, nobody got too bogged down with our heavy talk this week. Yep. But uh, we will be back with more... Of our regularly scheduled programming <laughs> next Is time. Is any of this regularly scheduled? Do no. Do we regulate any of this? Of course not. We <laughs> just sit here and talk to each other. What are you talking about? That's true. All right, All guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please support the show by rating this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And by joining our Facebook page at facebook.com slash goldenapple. Be a part of the show by sending us an email at the.goldenapple at gmail.com. That's the state of our union. What's the state of yours?